You're tuned in to season four of the Taking and Run podcast. Okay for me not to get this one, but it just never that, that's how I felt about um sky's the limit. He's like, uh, my flow is sick, like CY Phyllis. I yeah. was just like, No, that's a me. That's who, a who is CY Phyllis. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that like an author? Yeah. Is that like JK Rowling? Exactly. Like, who is CY Phyllis? But when he was just like, CY oh, Syphilis, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Lil Wayne's the best, you know this? he's the best rapper ever. Oh man, Lil Wayne tends. He's one of those rappers where it's like his bars age so well. Yeah. Bro, that latex bar came up like. Oh, yeah. Times yeah. Now, off that interview. I was listening to Something You Forgot, and I forgot that. Um, I forgot about the teardrop tattoos for a minute. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, and your boyfriend is not like me. Mind you, even went and got a teardrop like me. I was like. Nah, he was soft. Oh, that was that's a song that's like a great song, and he raps really well on that song. I don't hear anything he says on that song. That beat, that's that beat where, is amazing. That's a top three beat for me. I don't hear any words on that song. I just hear the beat. It's 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 an amazing song though. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at all the songs that got left off the um the Carter Three, my favorite song was Playing with Fire. I don't think you remember that song, but it's just like it was amazing rock beat. But they had to drop it because he didn't have the clearance for it. Uh, and I'm just like, that's how I feel about like, um, Jid just dropped a song with J. Cole. A seven minute song that he has to put on YouTube because he wasn't able to get um, the clearance for it. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be the outro to his album. And when I say it, it's an amazing song. It's good. For promotional uses. It's a great, oh man. No, this album might be crazy. Oh, Jid's album about to be wild. I can't do more than 12 tracks of Jid. I don't think it's. I think it's less. Okay. Yeah, it might be. It might be ten. I'm bumping the crap about that. It might but be like, ten. I also I didn't know Jid was thirty-one. Right? What? Yeah, I don't know that. Jid is thirty-one. He has a nose ring. Jid's thirty-one. Why does he have a nose ring? He's in his prime. Because <laughs> Jid's thirty. I, I was watching an interview with him, and it's like thirty-one-year-old rapper Jid. I'm like, yeah, what? Right. He wasn't talking about somebody else. Well, there has to be a different really Jid. Like he, he not Jid. Yeah, I talking about Jid. Oh man! But yeah, episode what fifty six? Quick question: Yes, fifty six. Does Jid stand for something, or is that just the name? Jumping dirt. Right. I don't think he. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. That's I just believed him off of that. Yeah, I, he didn't give us the dose. So that's that's probably. I know his government name is Destin or yes. something like that. Yes. Yeah, he got changed up. Yeah, facts. So... It's funny. <laughs> All right, so I used to coach a kid named Destin, Why and I literally no, I was a black kid. Yeah. Well, he was kind of white. He was always ashy. So, um, I literally asked him one day. I was like, yo, Destin, were you supposed to be a girl? He's like, yeah, my parents expected a girl. And then I showed up. I was like, you that makes Destiny. sense. You're you supposed, supposed to be Destiny. 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 Ew. Uh, I just going to take out the... <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> Like, he was... De- I thought he was joking. He's like, nah, I'm dead serious. Jid, Jid, did you say the suffix? Suffix. Did you say the suffix on that? Uh, 
Jid came from my grandmother. It stands for jittery. Boo! Yeah, he needs to sit in another class yeah. and take tests. Let's go to the library. Go help that boy, Big Because he sees a bird, he's just like, nope, can't take this test. Test is done. Test is done. I mean, everybody loved their grandma, right? Just because, no, that's not true. Gentlemen, you gotta choose as a stage name, right? Jittery. Jittery. Yeah, that's it. I, that's the one. Jump, <laughs> jumped in dirt would have been better than jittery. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. We're yeah, JID stands for jumped in dirt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, episode fifty six. <laughs> Only fifty six I can think of is Sean Mary man. Lights out. That's one of the best like sack celebrations I've ever seen. The lights out joint. Cause he ended up getting the light switch tattooed on his forearm. This one. Yeah. Did he pass? Nah. I'm Sean. thinking of somebody. I'm thinking of uh, Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor. Uh, yeah, Jason Taylor. So I think the best number fifty six is Lawrence Taylor. Yes, yeah. <laughs> cocaine poppy. I, I was waiting to see if he was trolling, but he was like serious. <laughs> cocaine poppy. I can't forget. I can't Brian forget. Brian Earl wore fifty six. Brian Earl. He doesn't count. He wore fifty four, mm. but he doesn't count because he says something about like Trump and black people and I. Uh, doesn't take away what he did. Yes, it does. Wait, who is okay. it? Oh, Brian Erlocker. Because his teammate was Lance Briggs. I think Lance Briggs wore 56. Lance Briggs was a problem. Yes. And people tend to forget that Lance Briggs was a problem because Brian Urlacher was a better linebacker. Right. And he Lance Briggs, I think, was like shocked because he's like, Urlacher said something about black people, but in the locker room, he ain't never say nothing to me. No, he didn't want to get jumped. Right? Yeah. He, 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 in Chicago. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he, he, you got to read the room. Like, that's just, come on, fam. Anytime I think about Lance Briggs, I think of that um, LaShawn McCoy when he was on I Am Athlete. He said, Oh, your man Briggs? Now he was cold. Gave him crazy work. Him <laughs> <laughs> too. Gave him crazy work. Oh, man. Speaking of that, so I heard a bar today by Jid. All right. And Jid said he got a safety on a gun like Xavier McKinney. I was just like, That is a, that's a, that's a, that's a silent a bar. bar. I forgot Xavier McKinney was like. And he's good. Yeah. He's just played for the Giants, so. And that, he says something about the John. He's like son on the John. I don't know. It was a wild bar. It was a well. well it was on um jo- It was on Joey's album. So I was, yeah, uh, he could rap. He could rap. He could rap. But he does go a little bit over the top, where it's just like, all right. And that's why I like stick when he's just like, Jit, com- yeah, yeah, yeah. you good? Yeah, we yeah, got happen. Like you good? <laughs> we good? Let's let's go to Sheck West. Man, they tried to cancel Sheck years ago. Remember that? Did y'all know he tried to enter the draft? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he was, was really that. hooping, though. Yeah, Shaq no, West <laughs> He was really balling. He, he was better than Mo Bamba. Like, they were, they're, like, really good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the song, Mo Bamba. It's like, he grew up in my hood. He just wasn't seven foot three with an 18 foot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But, um, nah, Shaq West, years ago, they, they said, well, Rumors said that he hit his girlfriend. We did not see any pictures. We did not see anything. But we did see him breaking and entering. There's a video of him breaking. Mm. And entering. And entering. <laughs> and they were like, oh, he must have beat her. And I was just like... So that's why Shaq didn't get a lot of um, features. And so, stick. And I was just like, yeah, well, this is why Shaq West got a lane. This guy, yo, y'all know my... Uh, if I was into tattoos, I swear this would be on me. 
this too shall pass. That is like my life motto. He's one this, of those, what? those 15 year old white girls. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yo, this too shall pass. And let, it's always, let hey, love laugh. Or, 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 yeah, this too shall pass. Or, or, the, or the anchor, nothing will hold me down. <laughs> Absolutely not. Starfish. Might have a yin yang. Like yeah, all, all of them. Oh my god. My my main example, whenever I like, I'll be talking to Aaliyah, I'll be like a little overwhelmed in the moment, and I'll be like, oh, this too shall pass. You know why? Why? Because I don't remember what Cat Stacks looks like. Dang, I forgot what she looked like, too. But you remember a point in time where you could not look online or anywhere. You could, her name was everywhere. So did Morgan Crack was everywhere. Yeah. Like, that was a time where it was just like, that felt like the biggest thing on the I, planet. I forgot I forgot what Corinne looked like, too. Exactly. Yeah, man. This too shall pass. Nope. <laughs> Corinne you know, Stevens. You know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah. Don't look it up, Seth. Well, yeah, you can look up Corinne Stevens on YouTube and you see videos of just her with Bobby Brown and Lil Wayne and it's a, it's a wild crowd. It's wild, but Corinne Stevens was wild. You see a Vlad interview. Yo, Vlad interview. I can't. I can't see it. Uh, yeah, episode. The same feds that programmed those squirrels and birds programmed Vlad as well. They did. Vlad is the yeah. fed. He, he is. is. He, he, Vlad, Vlad is a. He's a fed who loves hip hop. That's what he mm-hmm. did. No, a Russian a fan fed at that. Narwhal, but that's the thing. Narwhal would go up. Oh, fed. Yeah, would go up to you and be like, "Hey, you know, I know about your like game back in the day." Be like, "How'd you know that?" Vlad be like, "Yo, what about that murder you committed?" Like, I would just speak a little on that. It's like, what you mean? He did a he did a interview with Lil Baby, and Lil Baby. Like he knew who he got in a fight with in jail, and he was he was like, yeah. So you had a little altercation when he was uh, locked up, right? And Lil Baby was like, yeah. He was like, with a white guy. He was like, I'm done. How do you know that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you know that I got in a fight with a white guy in jail? <laughs> well, uh, 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 you know. I think he was just like, oh, I think it was in the court documents. He was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> we talked to him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, who you talking to? Who you talking to? Nigga? I always think about that black young. You the feds? <laughs> you police? Yo, he is. I think I might have heard like three black youngster songs in my entire life, but like he is one of my favorite people to see on video. I, I've only heard one, and it was hip hopper. Hip hopper with um Lil Yachty. Yep, and he did twerk. Remember, I want to see you twerk. twerk. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I heard him on another song. Um, but it was like a. I don't want to say old song because Trinidad James was on it, it's but it's like it's she ain't fat, bro. just a little thick. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, and I saw I like Trinidad James, yo, black. He's youngster. a perfect example of people who like they don't have to pick a lane anymore because of social media. Mm-hmm. So I can make a track and still, you know, pop on social media, and people know me for social media, and not even my music anymore. Like Plies. Yeah. yeah, Plies had a moment where he was the best person on social media, bro. Literally, like, like exactly. he had the most, the most viral moments in the. In Dude, the, it was a specific year. I can't remember. I, I, he had, the most he had mad moment when he was be singing Viral Miley videos. Cyrus. Yeah. 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 Or like, like the most views or something like that. But or that song. What's um, the last Plies song? I bet nobody knows. Dag. Was it Shorty? 
like it. it might have been Bust It Baby or something. Last thing I remember Plies doing was um, he was on that Drake song, 8 out of 10. He was the outro. He's like, you mad. That was Plies? That was Plies. That was a Plies video. You big mad. Yeah. Oh, I've never that. I am happy. Leave me alone. That's that's a Flies video back when he was popping, bro. Oh, that makes sense. I just remember being really upset because people felt like Drake won a beef because of that one sound clip. That part always bothered me, but we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we can't. It's like selling a meme to a group chat. Like, that's not, that's not the same. No. No, man. But, all right, back to the topic. Episode 56, Seth, Corey, Giles, Prem Deluxe, whole lot of gang, you know? We we back after, you know, a little hiatus, you know, uh, Corey was doing stuff. Seth was doing stuff. I was doing stuff. Like, you know, life happens. They do. Especially uh-huh. during the summertime. You're doing it right. Summertime, like Will Smith would say. Summertime. We were we, we left long enough for Will Smith to come back into the spotlight. Bro, uh, y'all forgot he existed. I ain't gonna lie. He popped up <laughs> on my Instagram random. I'm like, whoa. Uh, Is this a Smith? <laughs> Wait, Lance said, like, you doing Will? Will? Is that what? you? <laughs> What's funny? Did, have y'all seen Will Smith's apology? His apology video to Chris Rock? Yeah, I did. All right, so first of all, Jada was definitely behind the camera when he was apologizing. Because <laughs> he was just like, I apologize to Chris. I apologize to Tony. I apologize to their mother. And I was like, I know Jada's behind there, like, yeah, I keep apologizing. Nigga. Now, now I'm next. And she, he was like, My wife had nothing to do. Like, we all saw the look she gave you. She had something to do with it. In the words of the great American poet, Sean Corey Carter, um, we don't believe you. You need, you need more, more people. people. That is facts. Dad, I don't think he needed to apologize. No. There's no need. Time passed. Yeah. We, To be honest, forgot. I forgot it happened. Some, some famous people don't need to be famous anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, does Will Smith really need to make another dollar? He doesn't. No. He yeah, doesn't. I mean, he, he could be good. He could disappear. He could have really, yeah. Like, he could have really been gone. Hey, I forgot all about him. It's like, not like I watch his movies, so I don't care. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not about to watch Wild Wild, Wild West again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's your movie. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to Will. That does not represent who he was as an actor. <laughs> well, what was that movie? There was a movie that's a Collateral Beauty. The movie oh, is trash. I don't remember that one. It was the one when he was Listen, the doctor. They the, didn't from football. Joke? They never no, that was really concussion. tried to cancel Will. Right? They just said they tried to cancel Will. They, they're never gonna cancel but Will. As long as there's Fresh Prince reruns still they playing, always like, eat. He's, like they they canceled Bill Cosby. Yeah. Like they took the reruns of the Cosby Show. He, he, off. Yeah, he's they the never only, took off Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They're the only black show that's not on HBO Max. Is the Cosby Show. Mm. Which I would definitely watch. I'm not gonna lie. So the Cosby Show was Black Lives Matter. Shut up, Seth. Seth, what are you saying, bro? Do black lives matter? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? All I know is... I don't know if black lives matter. Do they? That's a great question. I just had like a very deep conversation on Saturday about the, the transatlantic slave trade, but do black lives really matter? And what I mean by that is, I was talking about, you know, a lot of the repercussions that have happened over time that a lot of, not not a lot of people remember. Not a lot of people remember. All right, my first interaction with how police treated black people 
was the Sean Bell incident. 2006. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean Bell. Well, I'm old. Yeah. Well, 2006. <laughs> Sean, Sean Bell was shot, I believe, 50 times by two police officers leaving a nightclub the night before his wedding. I'm sorry. But, like, you said 50? 50. 5 zero. So, like... We could, like, you know, jump about the wheel since it's time passed, right? Or is this still, like, serious? Because, like... You're the one asking the Black Lives Matter! Listen, listen, listen. When you go, like, 50 times shooting one person, you really think they just going, like, do, do, like... You think, you think they have, like, fun with it? Like, 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 they're like, okay, your turn. No, it's my turn. I think 100... I think that's it. 100%. But, <laughs> but here's the, no here the thing. Their, gu- their guns held 16 apiece. And bros unarmed? It was unarmed. Right. They had to reload to shoot again. Yeah, I'm saying, like, you think, like, oh, you reload, I'll, I'll keep shooting. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's crazy. Yo, this is why Seth never gonna be a police officer. <laughs> Hell no. This is why Seth ain't gonna be a lot of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Seth But for real, like, on the real, like, the Sean Bell incident was the first time that I experienced anything where it's just like, yeah, there might be a problem. It was the first time somebody had to explain to you like yeah. what was happening. Like, like the day. night, the night before your wedding, you get shot fifty times. Oh dang! It was before his wedding, yeah. it, it was hours. Like he he got shot at like three in the morning. His wedding was at a, like eleven. Jeez. And it was like he left two kids, his fiance, like all of that. So everything that's happened since then is just like I don't want to say icing on the cake, but it's extra. Yeah. And I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But I mean, I the stuff hasn't affected me to the degree I think it affects other people. Because yeah. when I know the thing that affected me the most was when they stormed the Capitol. Because I'm just like, crazy. Yo, white people, white people could do what they want. They do whatever they want. And what made it funnier to me was the timing. It was a Tuesday afternoon. I was at work. I don't know. There's, there's no reason 500 people don't have a job today. Yeah, somewhere y'all supposed to be. And not only, somewhere y'all was supposed to be. But not only that, you can't find out who these people are. A lot of these people probably called out of work. Now they found them, niggas. Yeah. It took, them, them. It took them time, but it's just like, yeah. yo, your job keeps a record. Yeah. You ain't just be like, yo. We're just going to go ahead and assume that you were there. Um, yeah. You were not work that day. Exactly. No, I, I agree 100%. And I think an, an interesting thought process or an interesting piece. Um, did y'all hear what happened with Triller? Sure. Yes. When Triller made that like really big declaration, like, oh, we we're investing. It was right after that, like, you know, they was killing um, niggas in the street and all that stuff. But they made like that really big declaration about how um, they were putting all this money into um, black creators and they like brought a whole bunch of them on staff quote unquote and it just got revealed that they didn't pay any of them they're known for the, doing that yeah like they, they brought all these people and, and the creators have been creating they've still been doing their thing mm-hmm. but they but, just never paid them for their thing for what they was doing the boxing thing no like all but they, they oh, did more okay. than boxing okay. yeah but like even like the baby never got the baby oh, used to do a lot of thriller videos yeah. And never got paid for that. That's crazy. Um, I, is it Swiss and Timberland are trying to sue Triller? Yeah, they they filed suit. And I'm just like, yo, like, y'all should know. First of all, Versus was supposed to be for the people. It was supposed to be FUBU. For us, by us. And y'all trying to monetize it. Nah, that wasn't the point. Well, 
But well, I not monetize it that. that way. You can't monetize it that way because it's not highly accessible to everybody. But that was the point of the platform. That was bringing it to tri- to Triller would make it accessible to everyone. But, but beforehand, it was on that, Instagram. I think that's the the issue that Triller ran into is the same reason I hate Spotify. You're not going to talk to me spicy when you don't have hardware attached to your application. Yes. Like. I'm not going to download Triller. Exactly. Apple Music, I have to deal with these niggas. I, I use, if I'm a, at the Google store, I have to deal with them. I believe in Spotify so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need y'all. You're not connected to my hardware. Right. So it's the same thing with Triller. Like, you mean I'm supposed to download an Apple TV app or a, a Amazon Fire Stick app to watch you? No, I'm trying you to. you don't offer anything else that I need? Man, I'm YouTube streaming this, bro. Why? I'm finding so, my way. And, and once Timbaland and um, Swiss leave, watch all of a sudden it's going to be like, oh, snap, here comes verses on Apple Music. Here comes verses on um, Netflix or Hulu. One of those streamers will go ahead and pick it up in two seconds. I hope Hulu. I'm trying to get paid. I bet. You know. Disney. Ooh, have sports. They do. They do sometimes. <laughs> they, 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 do do, yeah. they do if you're not broke. They need new spokespeople, but um, it is what it is. Who was the old spokesperson? Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, they, they got Java right now. Yeah, they got Java. Yeah, they, they got, ja, they got um, LaMelo. They got Damian Lillard. That's a fact. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Uh, but that's besides the point. What y'all been up to last month? Uh, let's start with nigga with sunburn. Seth, I mean Seth. Corey. Oh, nah, Seth, you got sunburn? That's crazy. No, nah, I went on a cruise. It was fun. We picked up refugees. That was a thing. It has to be illegal. <laughs> no, nah, I have them niggas went right to jail. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> for real? That's my assumption. Because, like... <laughs> Y'all see them on the walking around these food? No, nigga, no. No, I dropped 1700 to get on this boat. And you mean to tell me I could have just floated into the middle of the Gulf and got on for free? Yeah. Absolutely not. The niggas went right to Bojack. Just floated and say, no, I'm not single. Yeah. Like, hey, food? 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 And everybody was like going crazy. Like, like the people were beneath us on the balcony. They were all Spanish. And I could tell by their excitement for the refugees. They were all like second, no, second degree is not the word, but like second generation immigrants. Oh, I got you. Like, my mother came to the country, or my grandmother came to the country, and now I'm here. So I'm with all immigrants coming here because I see the opportunity is provided for my family. So they were going crazy. <laughs> You're about to be banned. You, I told you earlier he was in rare form. You and Aaron are yeah, banned. No, you can't put Aaron on the microphone Aaron ever again. But, um, yeah, it, it was a good time. I had a lot of fun. I got sunburn on the back. Actually, um, it's gonna sound crazy, but the scientific term for what I have is malaria. Okay. Not with an A, with an I. Malaria is when the sun, the sun's rays, cooks over your back and like singes your pores roughly, and sweat is not able to um, escape. Ah. So that's what makes it wild, irritable, and itchy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like you came over on Sunday and I couldn't. I was dying in here. Yeah. Right? Malaria, I think, is the stuff that niggas was dying from. Yeah, the, it's been really affecting third world countries. Well, <laughs> developing countries. Developing countries. Can't call third world countries anymore. Yeah, because there's only one world. That's the word United. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Because you know I was wild into it. Yo, the group chat. I was. <laughs> yeah, you had time. I had a lot of time today. Uh. Charles, what you been up to, bro? New father. Well, yeah. not new father. He's an old man. New father. <laughs> Dual father. I think he's old as crap now. She's 
She was talking to me the other day. She was like, what you been up to then? Like, oh, <laughs> what she been up to, bro? Yo, I'm just trying to um, figure out how to get, how to sleep train a baby. Um, oh, snap. You know, stepping up to my fatherly duties. Yeah. And, um, Set up a couple of accounts for my daughters. Ooh, Ooh. Nice. Get that credit yeah. early. I don't. Yeah, hold on, keep going. <laughs> no. Um, so even though my daughter's five years old, and I'm already trying to teach her stuff about financial literacy that I didn't, because I read, you know, we're supposed to be teaching them just like we teach ABCs. We're supposed to be teaching them like money management and stuff like that. So. Point doing that, I had to do some research of my own. Mm. Like, there's certain things that I realized, like, OG told me, you can't really be financially literate the way that you want to be if you don't know the basics. Mm. So, like, one of the basics was, like, if you dig up a gold bar in your backyard, do you know where to take it? Most black people are going to try to go to a pawn shop. You ain't going to get the most money for it there. Right? They have all these marketable... Um, like commercial things that like reach out to you like cash for gold and stuff like that. No. You ain't gonna get the most money. The US Gold Bureau will pay you the bag that you want. Because yeah. it backs it backs US currency. Yep. Officially certified. That's crazy. Man, I just um, learned like two things in like two seconds right now. I didn't know. So a lot of people will not even do the uh, legwork to find that out. They'll just exactly. go get like the quick money. Yep. Right? But that's not long money. Because people with long money don't do that. Mm. Damn, man. It, it, it's crazy because um, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. And I was like, the biggest, the biggest letdown in the education system outside of black people not knowing their history in its entirety is financial literacy. How many, if I ask, you know, a 16-year-old how to balance a checkbook, they'll look at me sideways. What's a checkbook? They don't have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I ask them, you know, how do you raise your credit score? Do you know how to do this? Do you know how much interest is going to be put on? Like, it's simple economics, Mm -hmm. but there has to be a class that's dedicated to financial literacy. And that's why I disagree. It's going to be a weirdly drawn point here. That it wasn't mismanagement. It was not a fall of the education system or the government. That they, they did not fail. They did exactly what they planned. Yeah. They yeah. have met their goals. It was never, and and that's why. Like, and I, of course, I agree with you. But I'm not, I'm I'm not also, saying it's a failure. I'm saying downfall. Yeah, downfall. Yeah, it was yeah. downfall for the people. But if you're looking to keep people subservient, then they've achieved their goal. And as an adult. Don't, I don't feel it's anybody's responsibility to teach you how to manage your own finances. Because if I can go take that and understand it as an adult, then whose responsibility? That kind of goes back to another point. And of course, I ain't got no kids. But Giles would agree with me. It's not the schools or the teachers or the education system's responsibility to teach his daughter. Yeah. Nah. That, that's what he takes pride in. Yeah. So that the stuff that he knows that she's going to need, he can't rely on them. School is really just a place for him to put her in the meantime so he can go work his job and not have to worry about somebody else Literally. or her being at the crib making Pop-Tarts by herself. <laughs> like, that's their responsibility. It's, it's just pay, tax-paid daycare. Anything that the child needs to know is the responsibility of the parents, and great parents take great pride in those things. 
Facts. Facts. That's why I have no kids. Teach these devils. Indeed. Steph, what you been up to, bro? Not much, really. Uh, <laughs> like, to be honest, working. Working. Watching everybody dog. Um, yeah, yeah. Everybody was out of town. Seth, Seth had like a two-week period. He never went home. He watched three separate dogs over a two-week period. <laughs> Bruh, like... Nigga, what, the dog whisperer over here? He is a dog whisperer. He um, should record it. Yeah, right? No. Come on, you, a YouTube series. Dog whisperer? Yeah, man. Well, not the dog whisperer, because that's already, like, patent, but, like... The nigga was dog whisperer. Hey, yo, you whisperer <laughs> You're relaxed, man. Yo, somebody dog. has to stop you. He said the nigga dog whisperer. And somehow that's worked. Somebody has Are to... Are the dogs niggas? You need to be... <laughs> yo, that's so much better, my <laughs> Do you leave the house? No. <laughs> you been at the crib with dogs. Bro, like, hey. Somebody need to stop this man. Bro, that, that really be it, though. Oh, my. <laughs> that that really be it. Oh, my gosh, bro. That was probably the funniest thing. <laughs> you need to be stopped, bro. Good to hear that you're healthy. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that, bro. Oh, yeah, Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know, a scale of one to ten. Out, Seth, you oh, are. I started working out again. Oh, you month. did? Yeah, yeah, I'm kept it again. So we're trying to you keep the routine going, bro. Stop playing. You worked bro. out like twice, bro. I was there that week, and then when you was gone, me and Mason worked out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good work. Don't play with me. Come on, I'm in here. <laughs> but but Seth, you're like, for those who haven't watched How to Get Away with Murder, West dies. But um, that's crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's crazy. You're like the West. You are the North Compass to oh. where. If you were to leave, we don't know. Nah, because after Wes dies, the show sucks. But you, you were the North Compass. So how's your mental health scale of one to ten? One to ten mental health for August? Ah, that's a good question. One to ten, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get like eight. Hey, hey. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's I like that. You know, happy? I gained, a, I gained another year this year too. This month, so you know. Oh yeah. Yes, gotten older. Big. Two two. Two two. Deuce, 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 deuce. 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 That sounds nasty, but okay. <laughs> you gotta take that up with Elliot Ness, bro. I don't know what else to tell you. That sounds nasty, bro. It's good to hear that, man. Nah, I like an eight. I like an eight. An eight, like if you go to a club, an eight is like, you know, somebody. Now you've done some things. Yeah, you've man. Done, you've done some things. You've done some. An eight is somebody you buy a drink for. Facts. Cause a seven, a seven, you buy like bottom shelf. You like, yo, could I get the um the pop off? Jesus Christ! <laughs> but an eight, I like to injure this young woman. Can you give me some of your, your pop off? <laughs> but an eight, you just be like, yo, like what's what's some good middle shelf vodka? Amsterdam. Some Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah like Amsterdam. some Amsterdam. But, yeah. but once it gets to nine. <laughs> Once you get to nine, that's where that happens. <laughs> you get a nine, you be like, can I get some Grey Goose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to make sure the whole bar here. Yeah. <laughs> get this lady some Grey Goose. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I hate Grey Goose. I think it's the nastiest vodka on the face of the planet. I'm not a fan of top shelf clear liquor. Yeah. it's Absolute, no absolute is kind of nasty, too. Yeah, yeah. Absolute is, too. Absolute, absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's just no point. Like... Now it's, I, it's nastier than the bottom shelf to me. All right, that's kind of all. No, I'm, I'm not drinking pop off over Grey Goose. I buy that seven dollar. But sometimes all you do is buy the name. 
I had that argument with Jay because he's just like Amsterdam is like garbage liquor. I'm just like, first off, you're basing that off the fact that when you see it's like nine dollars, right? It's not bad. It's not, liquor. Yeah. I was like, because you like you know a liquor I can't stand, but um, people always go at the top. Tito's, Tito's oh, is wild expensive for the quality of vodka, vodka it is. Uh, I always get the like fifteen dollar bottle. And they racist. They are. They sold it from Deep Eddie. From who? Oh, who? So you ever see Deep Eddie's vodka while you're in a liquor store? That's who Tito stole the um, the vodka recipe from. This black man. No, no, no. Wait, wait, so wait, wait. Yeah, they stole black it from man? Him. Deep Eddie's is black. Yeah, by Tito's. Deep Eddie's, my brother. Wait, wait, so who was Tito? Tito's was the... Nick, are you listening? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, what, what is Tito? Yeah, so Tito's like, it's vodka. black. I don't know what Tito's is. I don't know. Better question. Tito Hernandez? I don't know, nigga. Like, we always, because it comes with a little superhero on it, we assume that Tito's Mexican. But the more important question is, have you ever met a trustworthy Tito? I never met a Tito in my Jackson. life. Tito Jackson. That nigga. You ever seen his baby hairs? That nigga is not trustworthy. That nigga hairline is all pink. All pink. This nigga oily. Yeah, 100%. That oil slick, bro. Yeah, I want to go back to what Mike said, though, about where, um, like, you be in the club, you go from an eight to a nine. <laughs> Sometimes a woman can make you think you go in there, right, yeah. to where the to point where you, you, like, order liquor like that, but you're not really at a nine yet. She is inspiring you to want to get to a nine, but you might buy her a drink, and she might be like, thanks, have a nice night. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why I'm so then like they go you go from like a nine to a six. That that's why my biggest finesse ever in my club history was pretending I was getting engaged. It's one of the best things ever. Cause we was out to like. Yo, you're a club. sick person. <laughs> yeah. it was, but it wasn't my idea though. It was not my idea, but I rolled with it. It's a prank. It's a prank. It's a prank. I'm, can I, can I, I say your bike get hemmed up over an engagement? He's like, y'all chill on this joke and I don't know her. I don't really know her. I was with yeah, was crazy. I was with a female who wasn't my girlfriend at all. Like I we weren't we were barely friends. I remember. We were just like acquaintances. So we go up to a bar because everybody else everybody else is booed up. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, wanna just chill together? So we go to the bar and this drunk white girl, she's just like Oh my gosh, you guys are so cute together. Are you guys engaged? And I looked at her. Who are you to make this young woman a liar? <laughs> Yo. And what made it better is she gave the girl I was with her debit card. I was just like, swipe, yeah, swipe, yeah. shots. She made a decision. So it don't she work made, no more. <laughs> she made a decision. Because we got to the club at like 1 o'clock and the club opened at 10. That's, I know she was there for a minute. That's how the mic tells story, but how are we doing now? She's like, can you hold this for me? <laughs> <laughs> they took that car I remember is the young lady who I was hanging with who's now happily married. I'm very happy for her. Yes, but man, we swiped that card. She used to say, Are you guys engaged? I was like, Yeah. Engaged to the street. <laughs> Let's go. Like, I'm engaged. Like, engaged let's do this. <laughs> Yo, we got shot. We got shots at yak. We would. I know she woke up the next morning like, yo, what are these two hundred dollar charges? I'm like, yeah, we was we was buying rounds. Exactly. Yo, Seth. Seth, are you okay? Do you need a hug? It's in context. It's not good. I don't know when you take it out. It comes like, yo, you're wild enough. 
Yeah, man. Clubs. I could go club stories. Like I used to have some wild club days, bro. I went to a club. At, I went to a Twenty One and Up club, and I saw a girl I knew was sixteen years old. Oh, <laughs> and she looked at me. I looked at her. I was just like, I ain't gonna tell nobody. But just know, this one I used to like go to church. So I was just like, just know, tonight's Saturday. Tonight's Saturday. I'm going to see your mother tomorrow morning. I don't want to have to lie and see mother in your eyes. So walk away so I never see you again. See, I'm going to be honest. That would ruin my whole night. Yeah. Because now I'm looking at every other female in there like, you probably 16. That's the charge. It's wild. But luckily, like, I knew the, I knew the bartender. So I was just getting free drinks and then bounced. But. That was that was a wild. I was just like, I know you young. Get away. Leave me yeah, it's alone. Time, it's time for me to leave the club. If I see somebody that I know is sixteen in there, it's time for me to leave. It's a trap. Anybody in here? Right. <laughs> it's a trap. It's, and what what was crazy is that that was like, uh. All right, so I hate like themed parties. Really? Well, I hate stupid themed parties, and this was like twerk fest. Oh yeah, that's a good that one. was a, that was a, <laughs> that, that was a moment that was, was a moment a, of time. So like literally at the end of the night, they turned on the lights and had girls twerking on the stage, and people were literally throwing money. With the lights on. When I when I tell <laughs> the lights on. you have to be able to see. No. But when I tell you, the dark sticks, like, <laughs> I I paid ten dollars. <laughs> but I paid ten dollars to get into the club. I left that club with at least $65. Niggas is throwing money. I was just like, ah, ah. I saw a 20 on the ground. I was like, ah. Don't hit the ground. It's free. It's free to everybody. Like, J. Cole said, I don't see. Ain't you supposed to strip more? Like. Yeah, for, man, I left with like $65. You saw that that ground. That was raps. That's what it was, you never saw a nigga. crazy. Never saw a nigga move their foot so fast. Usain Bolt has not moved his feet that fast. It's like ah, give me that. I feel like Mike had one nigga see him do that, and he made eye contact. It's like as he was flying away, he just looked up. He's like, it just kept it. Because other nigga. If you if you smart enough, if you smart enough, nigga, you're not gonna let them get all the money. No. Come on now. It's a pandemic. I, I came to this club too. Facts. <laughs> I'm going to leave here with something. <laughs> like, I saw a video where a bottle girl had like a briefcase of money and bro just came over her and like just grabbed the whole like stack and just walked away. Bro. Why does a bottle girl have a briefcase of money? It was somebody's birthday. There was like a, a few briefcases coming down and like she just had one and bro said, and just took that joint off the top and just did. I promise you he did not get off that club. Have y'all ever been to a club with bottle girls? I promise you he did not get off that club. Yeah, y'all ever been to a club with bottle girls? I hate, hate bottle girls. I hate when it's somebody's birthday and they come with your requested liquor with the sparklers. I want to kick somebody. I'm going to be honest. It depends on the... <laughs> I'm not about to say It depends on the quality of the sparkler. Okay. <laughs> I've been in some spots with some real dope sparklers. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, not happy birthday, but enjoy your night. My nigga, it's fun for you. Nah, but, but like, and I've been in some spots where they like walking up. They, they got their phones flickering. 
I hate like they that. They have like the, the, the literally the flashlight. I've seen that too. And I'm like, boo. But that's why like, whatever the opposite of happy birthday is is this. This is a fucking happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> is it sad, sad funeral now? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all making me feel old. Yo, I was going to the club in the crunk era, so like bottle girls wasn't even surviving. <laughs> It is. I, I be seeing like when, mind you, I'm on a social media hiatus right now. I, I'm only gonna hop on social media to post this episode and then log right back out. But I know a girl. It's crazy. It's crazy when I used to be a teacher and it's like I see girls who I used to teach. Like you was like 16. You're a bottle girl now. And I see like niggas back in Connecticut be like, "Yo, this girl fire." I'm like, "Nigga, she barely legal." Thirsty. Not only that, she is shaped like a stick. Nah, um, a lot of them are. I'm not. I've seen lie that you. lately. Um, that that's a thing, and I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. All right, this. All right, y'all tell me if I'm wrong about this, with this stuff, right? <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'm gonna grab another drink. As <laughs> as a bottle girl, I'm oh, sorry. Let me, let me start from the opposite end here. As a stripper. It would make sense that you would invest money, time, resources into your body because that's what's making you money, right? So if you meet the stripper who spends two hours a day at the gym, that's not weird. Her right. body is making her money. Yeah. If she's, what is it, 10000 20000 the doctor in Miami for your surgery, you're making it back because your body is your money. I don't feel like bottle girls put the same investment in from a makeup standpoint, they don't have to. But why not? Because the lights don't be on. Those sparklers, I, I'm catching you every other millisecond with the right, sparklers. But, but the lights don't be on. Like a strip club is a spotlight. It's true. Bottle girls is just like, yo, you see my face. I'm cute because the like it's up here. Yeah. Like da da. Like I've been to Don Coqui, which is actually a really fun place. Right. Really good pina coladas. Right. But I hate the bottle service there because. The club is only, it's like the size of this living room and that room over there. And literally, they be having their parties like here with a little table. And the bottle girls are just walking through the club like, eh. I'm like, you got a bottle of Hennessy. Which is, first of all, this bottle of Hennessy probably cost you $200. Have I ever told my bottle bottle of service story on this pod? Probably not. Y'all remember that story though, but when I bought yeah, that, about that two hundred dollar bottle. Oh uh, no, that time was like three. Three? Oh yeah, it was you a bottle of crown. This nigga got money. A bottle of crown? Yes, <laughs> nigga. Yes, I knew it was gonna be a parka. And I'll, and I'll briefly tell the story. I'm out with like dude was like an older yeah. brother to me, right? We out chilling, and he he get money, so he's paying for everything. Yo, get two bottles. Oh, get this. Go get this. So I it's like it's CIAA weekend. I had just got my bonus from work. So like I'm I'm sitting on a decent amount of money because like when it, when I get my bonus at the, from that spot it was like bonus and check in the same one. Oh yeah. So like this is, like yo this is like a check check. All my bills is already paid, and I'm like, yo I ain't little bro no more. Let me let me yo what well I'm gonna get the next one, but just like let me know like I don't be out. What should I buy? He was like yo like you sure? 
And thankfully, I'm not a, like an extremely proudful person. So when he asked, like, I wasn't, and I was, I got it. Yeah, I, I wasn't upset when he was like, "Are you sure?" I don't, like, because the nigga and me would have been like, "Huh? Like, what do you be? You need me pull up my Carolina t- telco? That's like the most unballing of app for you to open and show your money." But hey, I'm a union member. You my work bag? Yeah. Did you pull up my work bag? Work bag, nigga. You call HR real quick. My Chronos, nigga, like that. But yo, like, he was just like, nah, like, just get, keep the crown on, get another crown. I'm like, I bet. So here come the bottle girl. And I feel like, I guess, as I'm continuing to think about this, I think the true essence of a good or uh, an advanced bottle girl is making the purchase feel effortless, right? Because she's hitting you over the head for this bottle. Yeah, literally. She just has to make it feel painless. So, I got Aaliyah on my right side. She come through the left side. I'm like, yo, come through. Come through. Feeling myself. Come through. Yeah. yeah. That is, right? I got money. She sat down. She said, you want to order something? I was like, yeah. I, I, I repeated what bruh said. I said, keep the crown flowing. Keep the crown flowing. She was like, okay, another crown. Hey, you should have just some research. Oh, my God. And I was like, yo. And my stupid behind was just like, don't even look. So, I'm like, before she even punched that joint into a little scantron she got, I got the card out, like, huh. like, yo, take this. I'm straight. I, it's on there. So she take the card and swipe it. She was like, that'll be three hundred. I said, huh? <laughs> she didn't just say three hundred dollars. There's no way she just said three hundred dollars. You speak Spanish? Something. And she handed that card and that receipt back to me. <laughs> and I, I saw two zeros. I couldn't see anything else on that joint. I just saw two zeros before the period. And I was just like, this is why I be at the crib. $300. For crown? For a crown. Did it come with sparklers? Nah. That was a CIAA day party. That's normal. Yeah. That's normal. Over the head, bro. I got hit over the head for that. Henny must have been $700. It had to be. Had to be. Dang, man. I'm happy I never go to parties. I'm going to start a business of sneaking alcohol. Into clubs, so just so that because I, I don't even know if that'll really work. Exactly. I don't even know if that'll really work because Godfather is behind him. Especially since most clubs is run by kingpins. Yeah, but I'm like, is the alcohol what you're paying for, or is the status of what you're paying for? Because both you're, all, I'm already coming out. And that's what kills both. me about buying sec- sections. You're saying both. Both of them, because if you look at the markups, all right, say a, say you go to a club. A bottle of Crown is what? Twenty. A bottle big enough of Crown is like seventy dollars. You said if I go to a club? No, I'm talking about like if you go to the ABC, yeah. you get a huge bottle of Crown. Go to Frugal. Go to Frugal McDougal. A bottle of Crown is like sixty nine dollars. Sure. Seventy dollars. They charge. Eight- That's not. Pull that back because they're not serving you the big ones. Pause. Yeah. Like they oh, give you the regular. So it's a thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollar joint. So they I got g- hit over the head for a thirty-five dollar. So they give you the thirty-five dollar joint. If they're pouring that, say you know, throughout the night, it's gonna be ten dollars per cup. So they're making an upcharge of at least you know, I would say seventy dollars per bottle. Yes. So yeah, they're gonna hit you over the head with everything possible. You've already charged me to sit here, bro. Yeah. Usually, I feel like just, it had. It but just to- think about if a club gets their liquor license. Revoked or suspended? Are you going to that club? Nah, absolutely. Alcohol not. matters. That's true. That's it's it's there matters. Make people you have you a good time. You will never go to a club and they're like, "Hey, we got seltzer and 
ginger ale. For facts. Well, it's we, not. It's we not, have a beer and wine license, not a liquor. But it's not. It's not even anymore. But it's not even alcohol. It's it's the euphoria that matters. Quench. <laughs> Yo, that's a good name of a club. Quench. Quench. Yeah, a lot of these niggas be thirsty. But it's the euphoria that matters. Like you've seen people like yes. go to um, oxygen bars. Oxygen bars. Oxygen bars. What's that? It's you when you get mad oxygen. Like, mad oxygen. they got good ventilation in there? Like, <laughs> oh. Mad oxygen, where it's just like, yo, like, they, they, oh, wow. But it's just like, yo, it's mad oxygen where you take straight oxygen through a mask. Like oxygen shots? Oxygen shot? What type of oxygen is it? It's like, it's like it's if, if it's too much oxygen, you could get high off of it. Oh. oh. And they got that G2 oxygen. <laughs> it's magic. But that's that's just... I think that's mainly a California thing. I think well, I saw no, that episode of... California don't have no oxygen, so... <laughs> 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 Them in Japan. Mad smog. Niggas get oxygen from Japan. It's crazy. <laughs> They're getting that Godzilla oxygen. It's crazy. Godzilla. Wow. Look at that radiator. <laughs> Yo, all right, all right. That might sound crazy, but I was watching Derek Jeter documentary today, and I didn't know that they used to, like, call Hideki Matsui Godzilla. Yeah, I do remember that. That's one of the racist, <laughs> most racist things I've ever heard. How are you going to call the one Japanese player on the team Godzilla? Because who's going to stop me? <laughs> It's fitting. <laughs> nah, he was a monster. Right? Yeah, he was a monster. <laughs> he was. But you can't call him Godzilla. You no, can't. No, that's it's no, mean. It's just wrong. It's, wrong it's like calling... If, every time Derek Jeter went to the plate and you called him, well, biracial angel is up. Like, come on biracial now. Angel. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they kind of did call him biracial angel. No, they called him colorless. Yeah, that too. Which was the most wild thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, that, that up was up a whole different... It is. It does. Yep, not even going down that rabbit hole. It does. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, Elise probably, probably asleep. We could have asked her, but it's just like... That is my Bob Rich Hey, aww. See? She'll never listen to this, but it's like brownie points to the ether. Uh, I know. I know. I, I used to have one. She could kick rocks. But, um... <laughs> See? It's like, if you had Mike dissing an ex-girlfriend on your bingo card, please check that one off for today's episode. Hey, first of all, if you had Mike dissing a girlfriend on your bingo card... Hop off. <laughs> hey, man, if it's accurate, it's accurate. Hop off. Okay? <laughs> I I have not dissed a girlfriend on an episode in like That's two not episodes. True. Two. That's not true. I said two. We had to talk about we'll verify. We'll verify. <laughs> you said we'll we had to talk about Megan and Lisa one time. <laughs> you know what? Oh, man. Nah, man. If you want to talk about ex-girlfriend problems nope oh, no, oh, no, good we we good. Like, <laughs> good we're doing we're doing better Mike we haven't asked you how's your August been yeah right facts he's kind of stood by that yo I was so stressed this entire month oh my goodness. I'm not gonna he had lie. a tournament yeah. I had a tournament I had to fly up I flew up flew up for a tournament yeah. and then my mother told me oh by the way uh, we have a family reunion this weekend I was just like okay I gotta do two things so, I mean, the family reunion was kind of lit. Like, Wait, I mean, how do you have a last-minute family reunion? My mother didn't That's tell me. last minute about it. His family had that plan for a minute. Yeah. Mike just had no idea about it. Like, literally, I posted 
I posted something on my Facebook about the tournament, and then my cousin was like, hey, by the way, Mike, we have family reunion when you come up. I was like, dude, I fly up in two days. How are you going to tell me about this family reunion? So, so I went to the family reunion. It was, like, fun to see that side of my family. Um, me and my mother won the spades tournament. A, a lot of gang stuff. Um, I learned that I have an extremely talented eight-year-old cousin. Because this man, like, he was... There's people who sing. He was singing. Sang. Eyes closed, making all the like hand movements where it's like, you know, you could feel what you're singing. Nah, this ain't his first rodeo. It was crazy because it was a Western theme. I got bars. <laughs> but then like after he was singing, you were like, oh, good job. Like you gave him an applause. Then he went to the keys and started um, singing and playing Mr. Telephone Man by New Edition. I was like, nah, See, this nigga cheating. I'm always, like, wary of people who have, like, the mental capacity to play an instrument and sing at the same time. Wow, you don't like Alicia Keys? She's a witch. I, I just don't, <laughs> I don't believe that people should have that much brain function. Like, do you understand the brain function that's required? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That's nuts. Well, I mean, apparently she doesn't. She's almost deaf that she put milk instead of yeah, no, cream. But, She's trying to give them. I'll never forgive her for that. I'll never forgive her for that. He could have been lactose intolerant. There could have been mad issues, but you just choosing. Maybe he went to this place specifically because, because they put cream they put in the cup. Because they water, put water in the hot chocolate. It's the only place I don't get bubble guts from. I don't know why. And then so, she started working. It was a wrap for him. I'm looking for Michael. Nah. Wait. All right. So here's a better question to that. Yeah, I think that would. I don't. All right. The answer, of course, we know is that it would not be widely accepted for that to happen today. What? That a woman, like, let's say you go to the Waffle She proved house. that it could happen. What do you mean she proved that it could happen? Because she stole Swiss beats from nah, his wife? Because women, is... women can shoot shots. <laughs> ask ask Candace that? Parker. Mm. Ask Brooke. I just. <laughs> Actually, question. <laughs> I don't know if he answered it or not. Like, ask it. Do you think that women nowadays can like <clears throat> it would be received the same? Like, or do you think it would just be like it, it would be different? I don't even know how to really phrase well, the I'm question like, because that would seem like oh that's cute. Like she's she's going out of like her of herself to go and try to make this happen. Do you think that that would be seen similarly? Well, I, I also blame toxic feminine, femininity. Ooh, toxic femininity. That's the first. I haven't heard of that one. Please I, 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 I blame it because women, <laughs> women want... Women nowadays, and I'm not saying like... I'm saying broad spectrum. Okay. Where it's just like they want certain things out of a man. And not all men are built that way. Like, you know, we talked about it a few weeks ago. It's like Tony Braxton. He wasn't man enough for me. He might be man enough for somebody else. Yeah. Why are you That's putting him on hate. the spot? That song is wild hate. Yeah. Like, what? why'd you marry him? Didn't you know I made him leave? Like, what does my happiness and my marriage have anything to do <laughs> He's man with what happened between y'all? Man enough for somebody else. So, like, maybe a man is waiting for a woman to say. Like, yeah. he probably stepped out and was just like, hey, you know, nowadays, let's social media it. Where it's just like. Hey, you know, I like your picture. You're really cute. She's, she has every right to like continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. She don't want to continue the conversation. That guy could see that as like, okay, she don't want to talk. I get it. You know, I'm respect her boundaries. And then she's gonna be like, men aren't aggressive nowadays when it comes. I'm just like, yo, I. You gotta pick her. You gotta pick her struggles. Yeah, like yo, I just I try to get a foot in the door, and you was just like, nah, like. 
Thank you. Did Everybody y'all, says that. Did y'all see that chick who gave the happy birthday post to her band and accused her of kidnapping her <laughs> in the middle of it without, like... No. You see that? Yes. yes. Fam, there was this joint on Twitter, right? And she was just like... um, It was her man's birthday, so she, she wrote him a birthday post or whatever the case may be. And she was just like, you know what? Like, I can't believe I used to curve you. Like, sometimes I get so mad at myself for wasting that time because you're such a great man. I still, yeah, she was just like, you used to be in my DMs all the time. And um, it wasn't until we went to, Me- um, you flew me out to Mexico with your family and hid my passport. Um, so I had to stay there with you on the island on um, whatever movie she quoted. <laughs> Um, that I really got to see the real you and how good of a man you are, how good of a father you are, and all these different things. And I'm like... When she said, he hid my... Pa- I couldn't fly like, back home. That's a felony. Like, whether or not you liked it or not. Stop typing. <laughs> and she deleted it. Like, right after... She deleted... She took that drive right offline. I'm just like, yo, what's wrong? Like, why... I fully believe that in, like, five, six years... We're going to find, like, studies linked to social media and technology of, like, some type of psychosis that this joint puts you in. Because there's no way that you're, like, remotely thinking right when you write something like that on social media. Like, it has to have some type of, like, I want to say spell-like effect, but some type of, like, mind-numbing conscious effect to where you just feel like, because I'm online, I can do and say things that are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like... Or were people saying stuff like that in real life beforehand, and we just... Both. Mm. It just wasn't as many eyes. Like, the audience wasn't as big. I feel like... That's fair. Like, I I don't feel like social media changed people. I just think it just gave them a a platform. Yeah, it gave them platforms, but... social media. Okay, let me pause this. (laughs) Well... I want to go back to the toxic femininity point where that's um, a hard word to say. It is femininity, femininity but um, I feel like you're right. Social media does change people, but it gives them that platform to say what they want to say. I'm if you're at work and somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Hey man, I haven't been like okay lately. A lot of stuff's been going on." You're just gonna be like, "Hey man, you know you want to talk about it." You're one person. Mm-hmm. If they go on. Twitter or Facebook, guys, man, I haven't been feeling right. You know, I, a lot of stuff's been going on. That's 15 people. Yeah. It's just being able to have that outreach, you know, to people. And when I turn it back around with the toxic femininity, it's just like, it could be used for good and bad. If a woman posts, all men know what a thirst trap looks like, where it's just like, but it's just like they post a picture of them like in a bikini on a beach by themselves and be like, no, no man can handle this. And you just be like, the first thing would be like, all right, I'm going I'm to send a DM right quick. Be like, yes. <laughs> as a man, you're just like, okay, I got you. I got you. I could handle a little something, something. I think niggas be upset because we don't have a male equivalent of thirst traps. We don't. What am I supposed to do? Like, Ooh, I, I, I can't throw money. That, that's, I think that's the only like male equivalent. Exactly. Because I can't. Because yeah, you will yeah, not go money phone. I gotta go money phone. You will not see me in a man phone on IG. <laughs> like, come on now. 
For real. You got to have the money out. You got to have the cars. Yeah. Gotta, And it's just like you, everything for us is material. What can <laughs> what? Shut bro, up. you asked him? But you asked him if he was okay. And he told you he was. But it's like you know, for for a lot of women in the social media world, it's what can you do for me? Material? How can you take care of me in the ways I need to be taken care of? Whereas I feel like as men, as hard natured as we are, it's like yo, how can you help me? Like emotionally and mentally. Because as men, I deal with a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I deal with having to provide all of this material stuff. And it is, it's going to weigh on me mentally because it's just like I have to work longer hours. I have to go out. I can't have as much fun. Like, yo, you want to go to Dubai. Yeah. You want to go to Dubai, right. but I'm, work, I'm working okay. the Dubai hours. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually a really interesting conversation. <laughs> like, I'm working Dubai hours. Come on now. Because you want to go to Turks and Cape. If we, <laughs> if we, all right, this is even this is a different conversation. Because I'm willing to accept all the stereotypes that men get. I'm gonna go to Turks and Caicos. I got Turks money. <laughs> I got the Kinkos, man. I got the Kinkos. <laughs> I have to love work it. at Kinkos. I don't have Kinkos money. Kinkos money. So, <laughs> you want to do both? What are you kicking in? We're going, we're going to Turks. Yeah. I'm talking about the corner store right across. Right. We're going to Turks store. Turks store. Try to go get some baklava. Hey, you talking about some Kinkos. Right. What is a Kinkos? <laughs> I'm willing to accept all stereotypes that come with men. Hard-headed, lack of emotional availability, whatever else you want to throw at me, right? So for second conversation, let's assume and act like women are also willing to take the positive and negative traits that are thrown upon women from a general standpoint, right? Nurturing, loving, intelligent. However, the opposite opposite side of that coin can be um, envious, jealous. Oh, nigga! Oh, <laughs> from all those different things, right? So to that point, to that point, social media throws that up times ten. Because what it used to be in the older days, let's take it back to first century Ooga Booga land. That's not racist, I promise. Um, it was, it's about man, not yeah. race. Okay, got you. Uh, <laughs> it was, why do they have a bigger cave than ours? Their cave is nicer than ours. I'd like a cave like that. So my, I only get to paint pictures and reach out to what I can see around me. But now what I see is not just my street. You go to like the 50s and 60s. Oh, keeping up with the Johnsons. They always make that seem like, well, you know, Mr. Johnson over there got the nice lawnmower. I got to go get me another lawnmower. You know why I got to go get that other lawnmower? Because if I come back and my grass ain't cut the way his grass is, I got to hear about it from Mr. Smith. That's why. So in those scenarios, I feel like that's the greatest disservice. And it's not just women because men are in the same bucket when it comes to that. Yeah, definitely. But the expansion of viewer or your ability to see 
has done more harm than good in my personal opinion. Because now the envy that is already seated within gets multiplied by 10 because my view is further than just my block. Now I get to see that the homie in California or that I just, you know, nobody ever posts negative things to their social media. Everything is always peaches and cream like 112. So to that point, I every time I think peaches and cream like 112, every time I log on to my social media, y'all going on a trip. Every time I go on social media, your, your baby's taking their first steps. Every time I log on to social media, something great is happening. And for your day-to-day life, it can feel kind of crazy. So that's my biggest issue with social media. And by somebody did this, is actually like really the opposite thought of this femininity versus masculinity roll, debate. Roll into it. All right. So true off my chest Reddit stories, right? Here we go. Roll, roll into that, man. All right. So this one comes. I feel like oh, I saved it. Speaking of that. If you want to keep up with the Joneses, Seth, what you got to do to keep up with the Joneses? What you got to do to keep up with the Joneses, Seth? What you got to buy? Oh, man, listen. <coughs> <laughs> if y'all like hopping Prime Deluxe, then what is you doing? Stupid. Hold on, I got my Prime Deluxe socks. Yeah, you got to listen to the crinkle of the shirts. Solid point because Mr. Jones and Mrs. Jones both got cream deluxe. Don't have Mr. Smith asking you where your cream deluxe is. Yeah, he probably wearing a white tee. Broke <laughs> All right, so this today's Reddit post comes from MXDR56 off the True Off My Chest subreddit. That's a bot. Right? That's a whole bot. <laughs> my girlfriend compliments me by calling me pretty slash beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to not to say that's on my mind. 25 year old male, grew up in a very macho household. I was raised in a very toxic way, as many men were. Taught that crime was for girls and that I needed to be a man at the age of seven. So, of course, I was used to being the man that my family wanted me to be. That means working brute and demanding hard labor jobs, not showing any kinds of emotions, and doing so without complaint. But when I met my girlfriend, who's 24, all of that changed. In the year and a half that we've been together, this woman has healed me in ways I never thought possible. She encouraged me to enroll in school and follow my dreams of a degree in marine biology. Oh, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) She has allowed me to to be completely emotionally open with her and others without feeling like I am not a man. But the most tantalizing of it all, she consistently shows me love through her compliments. And my personal favorite compliment is her calling me pretty or beautiful. It seems like such a small thing, but for me, it's huge. Pretty or beautiful is not a word that many people use to compliment men. In fact, many men feel some sort of insecurity when, be- when being given said compliment. But when my girl looks me in the eyes and tells me that she thinks I'm beautiful, I melt every single time. I'm not sure what it is about the compliment, but I will love it every single time. I am so grateful for my girl, and I cannot wait till I finish my degree so that I can marry her. He's getting Oh my god, so snap. That's a beat. <laughs> I, I could not, I can't help it. So that I actually, couldn't help So that. that actually led to a thought that I wanted to ask y'all. I'm sorry, I couldn't help that one. Um, how would you feel if you're significant? Now, beautiful is different. I feel that there is a large and vast difference. Yeah, you call me beautiful. I'm beautiful like, I appreciate pretty. that. Don't call me pretty. I swear to y'all. Yeah. And yeah, that would be the thing. Like, I'm like, yo, Corey, what happened? You and Lee just seem so happy. Like, what happened? Like, yo, 
<laughs> she called me pretty. Excuse me? It's not going down. Yeah, absolutely not. Under like no that. circumstance. No, I don't like that at all. Like, don't, don't call me pretty. Is that us being toxic? No. no. Now, y'all know I hate that word. But by his definition and his own self-explanation... The toxic masculinity, the over brute force, the no room for sensitivity but is what would lead us, quote unquote, to feel like pretty is not a But but I, I put it as I don't even want to put it as an ageist thing, but at the same time it's like, yo, if I went up to if a woman went up to a six year old boy and be like, Your son is so pretty Now nah, you gotta see me. Nah, like because there's other words nah, you a, can use. Yeah. Besides pretty. Like, pretty is a feminine word. But that, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just like, if you look at other all right, other languages, like Spanish, for example, which is the easiest one, there are feminine words and there are masculine words. I feel like English should have some of those barriers as well. <laughs> where there are feminine words. I'm not going to be like, yo, your wife is handsome, bro. <laughs> and I don't think you... I don't, and that's what like, really creeps me out about the toxic masculinity argument. Because I don't feel like you would find a... I do not, let me retract that statement. I don't think you would find... I'm going to tiptoe and pander my way around this. A single heterosexual woman yeah. who would appreciate being called handsome. No, I, I I don't I don't see that either. Yeah. <laughs> we try to tiptoe. Like imagine me going out to a club right now and going up to a woman and be like, "Yo, you are handsome, man!" Like, yo, she'll forget she'll going up. Crazy. Imagine me talking to my homies. Hey, yo, you see her over there? She handsome. Yo, she wild handsome. Yeah. Absolutely not. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you good?" The same question <laughs> I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you. Are you, you okay? Right? You good? <laughs> Hand, like that don't make no. How sense. much did you have to drink? That don't make no sense. But I could, and that's the thing. Like I've been around all types of like women in my life. I could see a woman calling a man pretty because that's just how they describe things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You no, but it's like around other women. Don't come to me calling me pretty. But I'd be like, I've seen women be like, "Yo, like that's a pretty man over there." It's a pretty man. So here is the definition of the word pretty. Attractive in a delicate way without being truly beautiful or handsome. So we're Oh, so you are eight. It's like beautiful light. It's like beautiful light. Like you're not really beautiful, but beyond but you know the main word that That's why it's used in the term pretty good. Exactly exactly. It's good. It's not good, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So to that point, so to that point, uh, (laughs) he's so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. To that point, it's like the the word that triggers me there is delicate, because as a man, and then to some that might be seen as toxic, I don't view. I'm not delicate. Me is being delicate. Maybe, and maybe he can be a masculine man and not be a, because masculinity within itself is not toxic. It's only toxic when it comes to shutting down feelings and all those other stuff that people attend to it. But if I'm a man, I should be masculine. Yeah. If you're a woman, you should be a female, you should be feminine. Words mean things. Yeah. So if I'm going to be a masculine man, 
I can't be delicate. I'm sorry. Like it's just that's not delicate. how. And if I can't be delicate, I can't be pretty. I feel you. I feel you on that. But that and and that's my problem with we didn't really stray far from the point with Alicia Keys calling most deaf. But <laughs> at the same point, it's just like I had no problem. If a girl called me, I've been bagged before. Great it's a great feeling to have a girl come up to me and be like, yo, like, I've been peeping you, like, I see you, see me, see you. I've been bad before, and I'm just like, yo, I I feel, like, appreciated about yeah. it. I'm just like, yo, am I really like that? Like, And you retained your masculinity. Yeah, like, I'll be like, yo, th- thank you. Like, and I always reverse it, like, yo, you want to go on a date? I'm I'm the king of like yeah thanks you want to go on a date I'll take you out yeah let's go to cheap nigga Tuesday but like, single, I, I've given I, I every female who's asked me for my number has had a hundred percent success rate as a single man yeah every single one I'm gonna give you my number I may not entertain it when you but I have me, no problem with but it but you deserve to be rewarded for reaching out because I know it's not inherently within your nature exactly and I I enjoy it. I feel, what's a good way to put it. Some men just want to feel wanted. Mm, talk that talk. Okay. And it's not like wanted, like, yo, I want every woman to... It's just like, yo, I just do a lot. I go through a lot. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm too tired to want to just... Like, just want me. Yeah. Just talk to... And it's not even like, hug me. Like, yo, talk to me. Like, today was a tough day. Thank you for talking to me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's all I needed today. That's all. Thank, or, hey, she'll, I've gotten texts where it's like, Hey, I'm rooting for you. I'm like, yo, you don't know how much that means. Mm. My love language is definitely words of affirmation. Because mm. it was just like, yo, just tell me like, yo, thanks for appreciating what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my homegirl, like, will always, <laughs> my homegirl will always randomly text me. She's like, yo, I appreciate what you do. Like, I see what you're doing. Keep pushing. I would, might be in the most down mood. She don't even know. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that. And then there's my <laughs> other homegirl, which... She used to do it every Sunday in high school. She's like, hey, Mike Waller, we don't love these hoes. And that just meant a lot to me because it's just like, yo, she's just looking. Like, that's her way of looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday that's on the saying, dot. You're on my mind. Yeah. Every Sunday on the dot. Mike Waller, we don't love these. I'm like. You're right. Thank we you. Don't. I, pre- I appreciate. I appreciate that. <laughs> so as a guy, like, you know, just don't call me pretty. Absolutely though. not. If y'all take nah. nothing else. You call me pretty handsome. Like, yeah, facts. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm almost there. I'm that's, a nine. That's always gonna be my my largest thing because it's like, and treat everybody as they wish to be treated. If, if I'm a man and I wish to be treated as a man, I ask that you treat me as such. So, most men, if not all the men I know, <laughs> are men who appreciate it being complimented within the parameters of who they are. Yeah. Like you know, pause. Pretty niggas. I do know pretty niggas. I still don't feel like them niggas would appreciate being called pretty. That's facts. That is true. Don't call a nigga pretty. Don't call a nigga pretty. Don't call a nigga pretty. I can't call no nigga. Like, oh, wow. Seth. Yo. What you got for us to watch? Oh, yo, Ace has to get the best on all right, so I watched this random movie on Netflix. Um, this nigga always watches random movies. <laughs> it was a random movie called... Yeah, you've been watching Dogs, man. Right. Right. Yeah, you've been yeah, watching Dogs. I, I, I saw my HBO Max recently watch. I'm like, Yo, this nigga is messing up my hour crazy. <laughs> so I watched this movie on Netflix called um, Freaks. 
No, no, you listen, okay? You good? Listen, Are you listen, good, right? This sounds like an NC-17 movie. Uh, no, 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 no. Ex Machina on the face look. No, 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 no. It has a different meaning than what y'all nasty thing. <laughs> listen, listen. Oh, I'm nasty one. Okay. Imagine. <laughs> You're a freaky one. Imagine with me, right? You said that way for yeah. <laughs> Who really is nasty here? Freak. I, I, did not, I did not reply. Alright, so imagine like no. you're, you're seven years old. Alright, alright, alright. Listen, no, no, just listen, bro. Listen. It's not freaks, so it's not seven years old. Listen, wow. you're seven years old and you're living with like just one of your parents, right? Okay. And your parent tells you. You can't go outside. So they lock the doors, they cover the windows, all of that. They say you can't go outside because they're going to kill us. Alright, it sounds like the life of a black man. You, okay. don't, you don't know who they are and you don't know why <laughs> and you still can't go outside. It's crazy, right? That is crazy. That is crazy. So, you're seven years old. You're still curious though. So, of course, you're going to still look outside, right? So, one time you peel the blinds back, you know, you look outside, it's normal. Yeah. You see other kids out there enjoying life, right? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to figure out, like, why does my parent not want me to go outside? So you say, F it. I'm going to unlock this door, and I'm going to go out, because the parent can go out, because they got to get the grocery stuff, That's right? That's fair. That's fair. When the parent comes back, like, you always notice, like, they got, like, some injury or something, like, somebody's trying to kill them for you. So, like, what they're saying is true, but you don't know, like, why or, like, who it is trying to kill y'all, right? It's an elaborate scheme. Right. So you go out. And then you realize, as soon as you leave, time moves like a whole different way now. Hmm. What you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? I mean, this is a superhero movie and you should go see it again. <laughs> Freaks. Is there anybody who we would know starring in it? Uh, Emile Hirsch. Is there anybody that I would know <laughs> starring uh, in it? No, I forget his name, Bruce okay, Dern so, yeah. was in The Hateful Eight. Nah, you, you, nah, you know you I haven't seen that. that. That's a low-key movie. That's a hell of a Emile Hirsch was in Speed Racer, The Girl Next Door. That's what he played in. He was Speed Racer. Uh, yeah, that's why I seen that. Oh, it's a movie I told you to watch. Um, Alpha know. Dog. Oh, uh, yeah, I see that. Alpha Dog, great movie. I don't even like dogs like that. It had Justin Timberlake and Justin Tim- Justin Timberlake. He might be a better actor than he is like an artist. Sometimes he's a really good actor. Uh, but yeah, it looks interesting. Freaks, freaks, rated R. A bold girl discovers a bizarre and threatening. I don't know why it's R. I don't know why it's R. I don't know why it's R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go talk to your brother. It might be why it's crazy. Uh, Grace Park. Call me Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Crew. Monica. Oh, Amanda Crew is um, Silicon Valley, Monica. Oh, okay, I like her. Yeah. It looks interesting. How you know these B-list actors and actresses, and you be talking about Will Smith, dog? Right. Do I watch? I thought he was starting. Watches a lot of movies. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought he was starting me when he started that. But I'm so happy he was starting you with that. You just, you just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that movie. Oh yeah, that. I've watched a lot, dude. I'm one of those people like when I can't sleep at night, I just scroll through IMDb and look up like information of movies I've watched, and it just like leads in a deep rabbit hole of all this information that I find out. You know, that's um, what I do. What's really good for that, but you have you have the Roku TV. 
the watching through Amazon's application, like it's so intuitive. Cause, yeah. Cause, like the second that you pause, like whoever's it shows you on the screen, all the actors. It's just like, everything. hey, this nigga was in a Touch It Remix video in 2004, <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, he was. <laughs> I can see it now. But like, and you don't have to go looking for it. Like you can just pause it because you gotta go to the bathroom and it yeah. pops up. And it like, pops up. Yeah. Freaks. That's a good movie. That reminds me of like, wait. <sighs> All right, can I have a cinema suggestion instead of have a day? Sure. Sure, podcast. All right. <laughs> to follow up on Seth's cinema suggestion, if you guys are sad, don't watch this movie. Yeah. I, I watched told the, you. I told you. I, I watched this movie, Waves. Came out in 2019 with Sterling K. Brown, my boy Randall from This Is Us. Indeed. Um, I watched this movie, and it's... About a you know upper middle class black family. The son's a wrestler. The daughter is a teenage daughter in high school. The father is a construction worker. The mother, I don't really. It doesn't really explain what she does with her job, but it, it's a stepmother, and you know the father pressures the son into becoming the best wrestler he can be. When I read the synopsis, it said that a family goes through a, a tragedy, and it's. Like, the story of how the family deals with the tragedy. Usually when you watch a movie about a black family, what's the first thing you think... What's the first tragedy you think of with a black family? Somebody getting shot. Yeah, Some, Somebody dies. Somebody gotta die, right? This isn't the tragedy. I went into this thinking, like, all the previews just show, like, Sterling K. Brown and the son. And I'm like, oh, maybe the mother has to die. Like, maybe that's, that's just what, how it is. That's what I thought it was. I was like, the mother's gonna die. It's a tragedy that they deal with. This wasn't the tragedy. It was sadder. Yeah, when you, when you explained the plot to me, I was speechless. It was sadder. <laughs> I was absolutely speechless. It, it's technically two movies in one because the first half is one story. The second half is another story. The soundtrack's amazing because it's literally every song on the Frank Ocean album that we will never get. <laughs> it was the album and that visual album, Endless. It, every song on that album was in this movie. And also, there's a lot of her. Like, the the climax of the movie where it hits the tipping point where you know something's going to go wrong. The song Focus by her was on. I was just like, I love this song. Why is this turning into a really angering moment? Right. <laughs> I, I was, I was hyper-focused. But um, it was a great, great movie. Well-written. The acting was really good. I didn't know Sterling K. Brown. He, he was brolic. He was ripped. Like... It, it, it pops up sometimes even in um, This Is Us. This Is Us. Like, you'll see him running or something, and, like, he'll have, like, the snug, like, little steep tech joint. I'm like, yo, why is that nigga my brother? Yo, he, he's built. He, he is a brick house. Like, nah, it's, it's a big nigga, bro. But you're watching this movie, and the son... I don't want to spoil it don't. on the podcast. Don't. But uh, it's on the streaming network that's called Peacock. Um... <laughs> important distinction. Yeah. It's on that streaming network. Uh, I would say you have to be in the mood to watch this movie. I put off watching this movie for two weeks because I'm like, you know, I'm not in the mood to watch something sad. I'm not in the mood to watch something sad. And I finally, it was a Friday night. I was home. I had uh, a Jack and Coke. I'm sitting. I'm like, you know what? I'm in the mood. I feel like I'm happy enough to watch something sad. Isn't that a crazy dynamic? Yes. (laughs) I have to be happy enough to ruin my mood. So I was just like watching it. I'm like, yo, this is a great movie. The story's going. And once the climax happens, I tr- I tell people, I try not to cuss. 
but my dog like woke <laughs> up because I was sitting here just like, oh, 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 <laughs> and it was dead silent. The screen went black for like five seconds, and I was just like, this is the saddest movie I've ever watched in my life because it hit home, and it hit home in a sense like you know. Hit those I, emotional triggers. All the mm-hmm. triggers that it could possibly hit. And it's not something that's ever happened to me. But I know it's a situation that I've seen other people in. And they've dealt with it in different ways. And this was the most drastic way that it was <laughs> dealt with. And I, I'm i not going to say I almost cried. But I was just like... Nah, own that. Dude, I was silent. Don't I didn't know toxic. how to react. Don't be toxic. Yeah, hey, right. First of all... You last pretty, time I, you are pretty, my nigga. I hate you. I hate you. That leads into my existential question, though. Ooh. What do y'all feel is y'all best quality? Not, and it could be physically. It could be um, like emotionally. It could be this is your Tinder profile right now. I'm what is your best quality? You're actually gonna say good with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all says Tinder's pictures are dog here. Like the first message he's been doing with our dogs is taking pictures with him for a Tinder profile. All the girls gonna be like, "You got so many dogs, like, yeah." I'm the dog, you know. The digger dog was for. If your dog a digger, all you got is dogs in a do rag. The do rag dog whisper. There well, we go. But since we talked, Seth, yeah. what would you say is your best quality? Get into that money, man. We don't know. I don't know what to do with you anymore. I really can't stand it. Getting to that money. This is what he said. I see if I get it. So you're going to go up to a girl in a club and she'd be like, there's something about you I like. And the first thing you're going to say is, I got money. No, I yes. get to it. I and it's I not that I have it. it. It's I know where it is. I know how to get to it. <laughs> if you want to join me, you can. Yo, I need to take stuff to DC one time. <laughs> I navigate to money. <laughs> I'm taking stuff to DC. Say that's a DC girl. She'll look at you so sideways because she's probably from Baltimore. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> she she'll she might cuss you out. But she also broke, so we don't matter. Exactly. She, she, she don't know where it is. That's she don't know where money at. Hey, there ain't no, there ain't no money in a harbor. Uh, I'm selfish. I'm season two of mine. But what? What is? You're gonna make actually answer the question. Listen to Ben, right? You got a good sense of humor. Yeah. You are so. Because I was about to say, if you won't say it, I'll say it. Yeah, you are really so. I know exactly what it is. Yes. That would be my my quality on on my profile. I'm a selfless black boy. Nigga. That is not to be overlooked here. That is not to be overlooked here. I'm definitely not getting to that money still, but I'll be selfless about it. I'm so. It's not for everybody. That's how selfless I am. You could join me to the money. Simple as that. But I'll find it. Not half. Oh, not half. No. Uh, Corey. Um, 
My <laughs> best quality. I don't believe I'm selfless, right? Because from a very young age, I have found that I know myself very well and what I want. And I identify in other people what I want very, very early in relationships. I'm a user by tech, by textbook definition, whether it's an emotion that I'm looking to invoke by dealing with a certain person. But because I know I'm that way, I'm a giver. Because I know I'm looking to take from you. I'm, whether it's knowledge, whether it's vibe, whether it's something, I know exactly what I want from this interaction. So the second you identify what you want from me, I give it freely. That might be, like, I could see how a person would see that as selfish. It's quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. And, and, and you don't necessarily have to, and I think that's where I get myself in trouble very, very often. Because you don't even have to necessarily give me. I can still be in pursuit of the thing that I want from you. And not even receive it. But if I'm, in, if I'm interacting with you, whatever I have that's accessible to me is yours in the process. Mm, I like that. It doesn't seem selfish to me. Because you, a lot of people know my thing is, um, I tell people be selfish. And it's not in a bad mm. way, but it's in a self-care way. People are too busy trying to give everything to everybody that they never care for themselves. I do agree with that. So it's just like, yo, sometimes you got to just be selfish. I need time for me. I understand you're going through something. Guess what? So am I. He don't say that. I was there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, I understand that. Giles, what would you think your best quality is? Um, I don't know. I think it changes. I think like currently... My best quality right now is just trying to be, like, at, at this point in life, I'm a lot more understanding of people. It's not easy. Um, and anybody who I have love for, like, the level of understanding I try to have of them is always, like, an awareness so I can try to understand what they need when they won't say or not able to say what they need. Like, I don't always want to be a person that the only way I help you is if you say you need help. Mm-hmm. And I really try to, like, look out. And a lot of, big reason, too, is because, like, um, I try to help people avoid stuff that I've been through, especially since, like, I'm a few years older than a lot of my friends. So it's like, I owe that to them. Like, I would never get burned in a fire and let you run into the house and then watch you come out and be like, did you get burned too? Like, I'll probably fight you before you even go into the house, right? Fair enough. Save you from yourself. Um, But back in the day, my best quality is no questions asked. I will fight with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Like, I don't even need to know the details. I don't even know what you did. It probably could be 100% your fault. But we're going to 100% win. Now, I'm going to ask some questions. I mean, even if we got stomped out together, there's only been one time where, like, (laughs) and this is going back to a club story. Um, (laughs) Little circle. Somebody I was with got in a fight and thought I was going to help, but I didn't help. (laughs) And got another drink. Oh, shoot. (laughs) And that kind of made things kind of sour. But, you know, it's just like, 
it's a difference, like I said, between the people that I love and then everybody else is an acquaintance. So if I got love for you, like you'll never ever have to question that. But facts. Um, my alternate like toxic quality is that I don't trust nobody. So like the people that I love, they've earned that trust. Everybody else is on the same same level to me. I don't I care how that. nice you are. I don't care like how well you, you know, treat my family. You can be nice to my wife. I still don't like you. <laughs> you be nice to my daughters. I'm gonna say thank you. I'm gonna be polite, but <laughs> it ain't my job I'm, to like you. Yeah, like. Then my head already skewed up 12 ways to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, you say hi to my daughter and your chest was open when you tried to shake her hand. Like, uh, I know right. I could write hook. Yeah. Like, also, too, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, you know, audacity and fake love are at an all-time high. Facts. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, like, fully aware of that. So, that's why I keep people where I keep them. But, for those that I do love, man, they'll never have to question like my support. Facts. I feel that. Dad, that was deep. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. Exactly. I wish I could do that. I've been a personal recipient of Giles being willing to fight. <laughs> with, no, with no question. That's why I always say, I said I got two older brothers that, I technically three, but two of them are lumped into one piece. One, if I really want to fight somebody and I need to be talked off the ledge, I'm calling one. Because he's always going to be able to find the comfort and the chill in the situation. But the other two, if I feel like the disrespect might be there, but I'm not quite there, and I need to check that, I call the other two. And it's like, nah, you probably should punch him in his face. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I was kind of understanding that. I bet. Giles is clearly on one of those lists. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I feel that because I like fighting. But I'm, at, at the age I'm at now, my first thought is, how much will this bail be for me to get out? You got to take long term. I appreciate you that. You got to take long term. I do. What's crazy? Honestly, I, the only thing that calmed me down the most was having kids. I, I can understand that. Like that Being a black sense. father, like now I'm not going to like purposely put myself in a position to where um, I can be like separated from my daughters, especially since I have girls. Yeah. But ain't nothing sweet over here. They got, <laughs> they got uncles willing to go to jail. It's crazy you say you got my bail money because I there's only one there's one person who does have like the information to get me out of jail, and it's my ex's sister. Dang. <laughs> but she's had that information for like years. Information to get you out. Like, what did you do? A deal that we don't know about? Like, what are you talking about? The Is information. It, because when I when I dated her sister, she was like, "You'll probably have to like." Fight a few niggas, and I was just like, "All right, here's the bail money information," and she still has information to this day. You gotta put up the Honda. Don't worry about it. I appreciate that because <laughs> I was I almost had to kill somebody like the second week I dated her. That's wrong. Nigga said Scott Pilgrim, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't watched that movie, man. I, I'm sorry, like Michael Sarah as a lead actor doesn't appeal to me. He is awkward. He is, but like, it's not like Napoleon Dynamite, which is the best movie ever. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. It took me a while to realize, like, Childish Gambino made a joke during one of his stand-ups when they were talking about being upset about him being Spider-Man. They were like, if we're going to let Donald Glover play Spider-Man, we should let Michael Sarah play Shaft. 
<laughs> I didn't realize who he was talking about at oh, first, wow. but then I was just like, yeah, that would be ridiculous. That would be so <laughs> bad. Welcome to Sarah chat. Like, he's a man with a plan, <laughs> and no one understands him but his woman. Yeah. He'd be the one that says that. <laughs> you can't say damn, right? Like, no, absolutely no. not. Oh, my gosh, bro. How about you, Mike? Um, my best quality, my legs, bro, you know. I've been working out. Yeah, oh, been working out, man. Pictures from my tournament. I looked at my legs. I'm like, I'm happy. I wore the Hoochie Daddy shorts, man. Yeah, let them loose. Exactly. Hoochie Daddy shorts. No socks. Wow, that's wow, different. You a freaky boy. I was wearing. I was wearing ones with low socks. Low socks. Ones with low socks. Your ankles wasn't agitated, my nigga. Nah, man. <laughs> no ankle wild. chafe. Yeah, I, yo, I was. I was. I was so stressed that nothing could have stopped me. You could. You could have kunta kente'd me, and I would have been you like. You tried to kunta kente yourself. Man. <laughs> it don't make no difference. Like, the friction that happened where you had to run. Yeah. Like, like a what, fire or something. Yeah, there's a fire down there between the skin and the new the buck. What's crazy is, like, I jumped to get a ball out the rim, and I landed. I was like, yo, this was the worst decision ever. Yeah. I look good, but. That's about it. <laughs> that's about it. As Cardi, a hoe don't get cold, but that's how I was feeling. I was like, ain't nothing going to stop me. Uh, But on the real, I would say my best quality is. I make people. I know how to make people feel welcome. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, even if I'm faking it, I just want people to know, like, yo, I don't want people to ever feel like they're alone in anything, sure. because um, it sucks. That it does. It, it does, and um, I think me being a teacher for two, three years, it helped me like cultivate that quality where I literally dealt with kids who's like. I dealt with a kid that lost his father two weeks after I met him. Mm-hmm. I dealt with a kid who, like we was talking earlier, he couldn't read, but that's because he went through the foster system and he went to so many different schools. He never had the chance to read. So it's like, he's 16 and teachers are just like, yo, how can't you do this? And I'm just sitting down with him and I'm just like, yo, don't worry about it. Like, you ain't alone in it. We could get through it. So I feel like that's definitely a quality I was able to cultivate there. And I bring that along where it's just like, yo, people text me. It's just like, I feel like I can't do something. And I guess it's also like partially detrimental, but at the same time beneficial where it's just like, yo, let's do it. Let's go through it together. Like, yo, I'll help you. I'll hold your hand. It has nothing to do with me, but I don't want you to feel like you're alone and having to deal with the situation. Because I know situations could be really tough for certain people. Situations can be triggering for some people. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, it could be like a good quality or and a detrimental quality at the same time. But I do think it's my best quality because I'm good at it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It has brought along some, you know, savory situations. But like, like Salisbury steak. Is Salisbury steak savory? <laughs> Yes. Okay, yeah. to make it sure. I was using that word correctly. It's, it's savory and sweet. Those are the two spectrums of... Um, I've watched oh, a lot Salisbury of... Salisbury steak? Of food. Oh, that's not... Those are not the only two. I know, but I've watched a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Uh, so... Yeah. Have you ever watched... There's a documentary on Netflix called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. No, yeah. it, it's, it's a lot of words. Good. But no, it's, it's four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's four of them. But it's a lot dude, of words. It's 
such a good documentary. You said Netflix? Like, yeah, because it teaches, like, all, as, all bases of food are based in those four elements. Okay. And what where you get great food is when you can combine two of them well. And I think more than two, it kind of gets weird. Like, you can get something that's spicy and sweet. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, that's cool. Or, like, what's, what's something that... um. People always like salty sweet. If people do, I feel like all yeah, the time. it's a, it's popcorn. Where yeah, it's salty like, sweet. Uh, yeah, the, the butter, caramel, butter, caramel, corn. caramel. Yeah, if it's spicy too. That's gonna be weird. Yeah. So it like it, it teaches you how to pair them and like when they went to salt, they went to Japan and they talked about the fact that they didn't have like refrigeration in the early days. So salt was how they cured things, how to preserve things. Interesting. Which is why a lot of Japanese food is based and rooted in salt. Learned a lot. It was a great one. It's great, man. Put two two things together. A lot of things oh, happen. Indeed. Speaking of that, I'm making chili this weekend, so we're gonna we're gonna see how a lot. I've Wait, never. So it's a draft. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm a crock pocket. It. I like crock pot too. Yeah. Just make sure that you brown the beef. Oh, I'm going to. I made that mistake one time. Where hey, you remember <laughs> the SpongeBob episode where he was like, um, the bad breath one, the most important meal of the day, served it up. Gary, you wanna know what's funny? You know I don't watch SpongeBob, you, but I know you know that scene. I know you know that scene. Yo, he like tries Gary's stale food and like puts his tongue on it. He's like, blah! Like, it's the funniest sound bite in the world. But like, that's exactly what it was like. I just threw like ground beef into a crock pot. Oh, you can't do that. Brown it. Oh my God. There was mad fat. Uh, The worst consistency in the absolute world. It was like mush. Yeah. See, I'm browning the ground. I'm using ground turkey, so it's like more lean. And I, I put a lot of flavor into it. Got to. And, um,. Have the fresh red uh, kidney beans soak overnight. Nice. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. we'll see. I'm gonna try fresh to break. You see this guy? Yeah, yeah man. You know, yeah. no, no can't take boy over here. Where do you get the fresh red kidney beans? There's a farmers, farmers market. The farmers market exit six. Come on now. Yeah, I was to say there's plenty of farmers markets in this area. Uh, all right. I got some farmers market eggs. Feel like Ooh. my protein levels is higher. It's crazy, right? Them joints is Quality fresh. Food is a, is a very real thing. Hey, chicken, sit down, put the eggs, and just like, all right, snatch. Bye. This ain't yours no more. You thought you was having a baby. <laughs> a lot of jokes there. <laughs> what do you call that? A <laughs> chick borscht? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's exactly what it is. A <laughs> chick borscht. So. Get us out of here. <laughs> Lead us and get us out of here. <laughs> video game songs. A song you heard on a video game oh. that literally was might be the best video game song you ever heard. Well, and it, it'll be a song just bring back great memories. And... I'm sorry. I thought you said video game sandwich. I was like, hmm. You eat video game sandwiches, bro? Oh, you you that what is that? That AI rapper? Yeah. We didn't even talk about that, but that nigga wildin'. On the next thing. But is it is it a nigga? Is it a nigga? He's culturally it's, ambiguous. I mean, he lost his uh, record contract. After like 24 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said it was a nigga. He's culturally ambiguous. They said what was? Uh, the AI. The behind the voice of the AI. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I thought the person controlled right. was a white guy. Yeah, it was an Asian guy that created the like, character. But so here's my question to y'all. Cause I see no difference between an AI saying the N-word and people who are not black at concerts saying the N-word. They're se- the AI is saying it because the data is telling it it's supposed to while rapping. That's what it's saying. Anybody in, in Giles and Tech, 
Yeah. He and Tech. AI is nothing but an infinite if then. If yeah. you were trying to do this, that's a bunch then of ones and zeros. If this, then that. That's all AI is. Yeah. Shout out to Gary for teaching me all that stuff. I was watching his TikToks. There you go. His TikToks taught me a lot. Yeah, go follow Dev Hulk. Exactly. Um, but to that point, it's like um, one of my homegirls worked on a AI Dunkin' Donuts for Mastercard, where it's a it's a personless store outside of the people baking and making the drinks. You scan your card to enter the store. You open the thing, and it watches you. The AI watches you in the store. You picked up that blue ca- blue um, power rate that we all get um, from the Dunkin' Donuts. Um, get a donut, and you leave, and it charges your card automatically. Now, that sounds great in the perfect world, but who programmed those if statements? It's based off data. Who gave it the data? If the data says people with yellow do-rags are 60% more likely to steal that blue power rate, so it's racist. That's the issue with AI. <laughs> That's why Elon Musk is like, y'all niggas need to chill out. Because humans itself are prejudiced. It is only a matter of time before it seeps into the programming. And the programming revolts as a result of it. That's the that's the entire argument against AI. And, and then, then guess what? AI say <laughs> then, then, then guess what? what? Terminator. Alright, video game songs. Alright, boom. This song, if he plays Pump It Up again, I'm going to slap you. I could have. Don't play Pump It Up again. <laughs> so this song was from one of my favorite games that I never played due to plausible deniability. Um, Sleeping Dogs. You ever heard of Sleeping Dogs? Yes, I do. Sleeping Dogs is about the Chinese crime syndicate and dude was... It was a great game. That's such a great game <laughs> that I never played. So... I definitely played with my cousin. This my song... Cousin. Fuse by Hudson Bohawk. When this song would come on in the game, oh, I'm going to work. I recognize that. It was a great song in the game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, that's when the pill kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is when it kicks in. Oh, man. I'm a big fan of Hudson Bill Hockey. <laughs> Setherson. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, you know, it's 2016. Mm-hmm. Fresh out of school. Yeah. School days over, I get a crib. That makes you like seven. Cool. You played amazing. <laughs> no. No, I could have no. no, 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 no. 2K16. This joint started up. It's just a good day, man. It's just a good day. It's a great day, man. You know you about to drop 50 at the park. Like, you know what I mean? That's all you need to know, man. You, you got us on jobs before I played my most hood song. <laughs> this thing like about to play a real nah, GTA on radio. Oh, I got it, right? <laughs> I don't even play video games. Def Jam Vendetta. Oh, that's a cheat code. That's a, you picked a video game made by a record company. That's a so? It's a video game song. Yeah, a song. <laughs> this came on Death Jam Vendetta. I'm picking Joe Buffy and I'm fighting Cameron. That's <laughs> a million percent. What you want to do? 
What you trying to do? Okay, so, I'm sorry, Pharrell made that song. Pharrell made yeah. that song amazing. Not Nori. So, <laughs> Nori made a career after that song. I'm going to go for Giles to give us four for completion. And I'm not even going to tell you where the game is from. What game is from, because you'll know the second I start playing it. I don't play the other game, so I don't know. Alright, that's all. I'll see you. Seth might be too young. Seth might be too young. I don't know. That's not even the Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. I know the song is NBA Street Bound 2. Yes, sir! I'm just like, you didn't know that, Seth? Like it must have been the worst Madden ever. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was the one with the dude from the Browns on the cover. Peyton Hillis. Oh, that's why. I didn't buy that. We need racism back. <laughs> Peyton Hillis being on the cover is why I believe it. Never mind. <laughs> Don't say it. Man, but yeah, that was NBA Street Volume 2. Another game okay, they so should bring back. First of all, Seth, what year was he born? That's why I was like, I think he's going to be too young. That was, he was born in the Y2K. I think Volume 2 came out in like 03 or 04. Yeah. I could see that. I could see. But, st- yo, I played that until I was at least 16. I didn't get no system until I was like, until Corey gave me his response. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, at what point, like. Look at me. What? You like, yeah, had those periods, that period, like those periods. <laughs> <laughs> like, where you, you just think that controller handed to you. Yeah, I used I used to do that to my little brother where I gave him the controller and it wasn't plugged wasn't in. Wasn't plugged in. Right. You can't get away with that now. Yeah, you can't. Everything's wireless. Yeah. I remember one time I went over Corey's house and him and Joaquin were playing Madden and it was like a uh, it was about to kick off to him and I was like, yo, let me run it back. I will score, nigga. This nigga, I keep giving him controller for like two seconds and took him running back with me. I was like, bro, I ain't even gonna get the ball yet. Nigga. I trust you. I, I, it was, it was it's an important kickoff. It was. No. I wasn't that nice back then. Dang. We should definitely bring back Def Jam Vendetta. Yeah. But what could we it's who, who shouldn't be, be Def Jam. It wouldn't be Def Jam anymore. <laughs> who, 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 yo, yo, that was I just thinking. <laughs> I feel like Lil Uzi would have the craziest Lil, moves. Lil Uzi be flying like uh, Mortal Kombat. Facts. I'm getting mad shoulder rolls off. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's wild? How's that wild? I don't know. Smash so the rules off? That sounds crazy. That's, 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 that's what they do, it. bro. I kind of argue it. That's what they do. They? That's what they do. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm being... I haven't been trying to be cultural. Really so Uzi would be a boss? Uzi would be a boss. Uzi would be a boss. Uh, baby would be a boss. I don't think Baby would be a boss. I don't... It, well, all right. If it's coming out today... I think Dirk. Yeah. Dirk would be a boss. No, I think dirt. All right, so you gotta remember, like, so if Def Jam and Did a Fire from New York came out in 03, 04, that makes, like, the hottest niggas in the game, like, Nelly. Nelly, Eminem, Joe Budden, Eminem. No, I'm talking about from a musical standpoint, not oh. from the game. Oh, all right. I'm just saying, and of course, that game went only off Def Jam's roster. Yeah. Right? Except Snoop. Except yeah, except Snoop. Snoop. And Snoop was crazy in that game. Fat Crow. Um, <laughs> so, like, Jay Z, a lot of niggas who are at the top of the rap game were not in that game. Yeah. So assuming we're spreading it out, like just because you're at the top of the rap game doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a boss or in the game. But I think you just have to have like a real interesting personality or interesting like story arc. That 21 Savage. Just like Def Jam Atlanta. Have 21 Savage, 2 Chainz, 3 bosses. Yeah. Def Jam Atlanta might be lit. I'm not going to lie. 
Or you could do it like Capcom versus Marvel, where it's just like, yo, you could have Def Jam Atlanta versus Chicago. Oh, yeah. That'd be crazy. Oh, that be let's, let's, let's go with that. Yeah, for real. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some licensing issues. <laughs> but, um, I bet you Chief Keef will be unbeatable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chief, okay. Chief Keef will be unbeatable. If it's going to be Chief Keef, I need to be like 2K where I can choose like a specific year Chief Keef. <laughs> I don't want 2022 Chief Keef. No, I want 2012 Chief Keef. I want 2012 I, Chief Keef. I, I want Love Sosa Chief Keef. That man was ready for violence. Exactly. I, I don't think y'all seen the thing on um, Twitter where it's like, who came out with the best um in- the first intro song. Yeah, debut song. Debut song. It was like Kodak Black, uh, Lil Durk, uh, Chief Keef, Cardi B, and somebody else who... I think it was G Herbo. Now, and somebody was like, Kodak Black, because his song's up here twice. And I'm like, yeah, it makes That's sense. That's a solid argument. <laughs> Cardi was up there for Bodak Yellow. Yeah, but Cardi was up there for Bodak Yellow, and Kodak yeah, was up there for No Flocking. But it was the same beat. started a genre of music with his, though. He did. He really did. But, no, nobody even there was no drill music but I, mainstream but, before him but I will argue that Kodak Black put Florida on the map as much as we hate Florida rap Kodak Black was the one who broke through that barrier I, mean, I think he brought it back I don't think he I mean I feel like the original Florida rappers they just didn't have to reach that Kodak Black did but they I think that was more timing than talent yeah, yeah. Because Kodak was like 2014 with no Because you flocking. know, Florida rap used to be like booty music. Yeah. Magic bass. Yeah, it's Flo Rida, T Pain. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Florida rap, Florida has been in the music. Yeah, that's Ta- Tallahassee Pain. Tallahassee Pain, Uncle Luke, Trick Daddy. Yeah, that was a Miami joint. But it's like, this was like, yo, that like really dirty Florida rap. Where it's like, you know, Kodak Black broke through that barrier. And that's part of the reason I was like, yeah, it makes sense because Bodak Yellow was just Kodak Black's song, just blooded. Like, well, that's a pretty easy way to describe it. Femininity. 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 Oh my gosh, I don't like you. Are you okay, Seth? No. Okay, well, this is the end of episode 56. I gotta get home, love my dog. Child's gotta get home, love his family. Corey is home, and Seth. Yeah, home watching somebody. Watching somebody dog. <laughs> For those of y'all swiping on tw- Tinder, swipe right, swipe right, because Seth will take care of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take care of your dog. Get this money. <laughs> and get this money too, Seth. Any last words? Amen. Like I said. We got the man here himself. So if y'all ain't copping Prime Deluxe, your auntie hates you, mm-hmm. your mother hates you, mm-hmm. your family hates you. Because you ain't copping no Prime Deluxe. That's scientifically proven. You decided to go get gas for your car <laughs> instead of copping Prime Deluxe. Yo, and gas <laughs> dropped. That's and gas dropped. And not only that, like, yo, your student loans is forgiven. Get some Prime Deluxe, bro. Your, your tires are still going to be boss, sis. Just go ahead and cop the Prime Deluxe. <laughs> yeah, get Prime Deluxe for... The man who could probably fix your tires. Come exactly. on now. Alicia Keys have got most deaths of hundred percent. Instead of bubble guts, Prime Deluxe. Come on now. <laughs> That's real love. Corey, any last words, bro? Uh, stay safe out here, man. There's pop. There's monkeypox and stuff. And COVID's not real. It, it isn't. Not no more. It was real. It was very real at a point. I'll tell that story next pod. But COVID is no longer real. Um, Giles, any last words, man? Hey, just spend your money wisely. Indeed.
Yeah, do that. Oh, my last words. Safe. Stay smart. Your student loans are forgiven. Invest in land. Please invest in land. There's a lot of land to go around. The earth was made to invest. To go forth and prosper. Indeed. If you ain't prospering, you're... I'm a strong proponent. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. There's no such thing as stagnation. Indeed. Because if you're not moving forward, somebody else is. Indeed. Keep moving forward. Keep pressing on. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't, Can't lose. lose. Can't. I'm about to go run. Peace. Peace.